so hi we're on the good noise podcast with warren franklin we're going to ask him some questions today i'm going to start so what inspired you to start making music you know i was thinking about this earlier i remember the very first time that i wanted to be a singer or that i knew that i wanted to be a singer i was roller skating at a, a place called skate co in my hometown of rockford illinois Mm-hmm. And there was a song that is that time is forgotten now, uh, called "The Freshman" by the band Verb Pipe, and that song like came on while I was roller skating, and I just remember like hearing that song, and being like, I I kind of want to do this, mm-hmm. and then okay. you know, from then on I really didn't look back much. Uh, I got deep into Nirvana, uh, that really is what taught me how to play guitar. It was like watching Kurt Cobain play guitar he, he does very simple stuff a lot of the time and i remember watching a lot of live videos and figuring out a lot of stuff uh, just from watching him play mm-hmm. and uh so that was that was really where it began and then i joined a metal band because of course why not uh, of course why not yeah of course the logical next step uh i joined a metal band and it wasn't really me but it was like all the dudes I knew around me in like high school, like they didn't like the same kind of music as me, you know, like they were more into metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, well, I guess I'll do this because it's music and it's a, and it's a thing I can do. So uh, I started playing in a metal band and I was in that for way too long, way Aww. too long. <laughs> like it, I should have gotten out of that like way before I did, but uh-huh. uh, I ended up meeting some friends that introduced me to emo and like uh, various bands like uh, Saves a Day mm-hmm. and um, Just Brazil, Sunday Real Estate, like that type of music. And I was just like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. it just like blew my mind. I didn't, I didn't know uh, a type of music like that existed. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I, I love this music. Uh, and I never really, uh, you know, shied away from emo since then. I joined the most one of the most emo record labels i think there has ever been count your lucky stars mm-hmm. or at least as far as the revival goes mm-hmm. okay. solid simple yeah. uh so you have this album coming up wish me well yeah what can we expect from yeah it? what can you tell us about uh yeah there's not really a release date or like we don't know when we're gonna be able to put it out with the pandemic and everything you know mm-hmm. uh it's definitely a rocker like it's a lot bigger I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it, but mm-hmm. uh, most of my other stuff is like, it's acoustic mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having like the full band on this record, we definitely utilized it better than we were before. Uh, a lot of the other full band stuff I did was just full band versions of old songs, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So for this, there was, there was a whole new batch of songs that we wrote, you know, from scratch with no, you know, with no, um, no starting point, like how we had the starting point of the old songs. Like mm-hmm. this was just like out of nothing. Mm. Yeah. And so it had a very different feeling to it for that reason, you know? Uh, it's definitely a bigger sounding album. It's the, one of the only things I've done where I like, I look at it and I don't cringe at anything that's happening. Like everything uh-huh. that I recorded when I was like a kid and most musicians will tell you this. It's like, you listen back and you hear everything you did wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, all yeah. you hear. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. good improvement. For sure. Good to yeah. See. Always. And then yeah. You've also I, got. I basically like shamed myself into getting better. Oh. Okay. If it works. Yeah. I if guess. that's what works. Yeah. Um, 
And then you've also got like a five year release gap. Well, it could be possibly yeah. more. Uh, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, well, a lot of it is just like life getting in the way. Mm -hmm. um, like mm -hmm. I was in like a really crappy, like crazy car accident oh. that definitely stalled things. Um, and like that put me out of commission for a while. So uh, there was stuff like that. And then just like work related things and trying to balance like being a full grown adult and a musician, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. those two things are incredibly hard to balance. And there comes a crossroads where it feels like you have to choose a side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never did. I tried to do both of them at the same time. Like, I always feel like I'm living like a double life, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, especially when I was touring all the time, I, I would tour all the time, come home and then just go to like this, like, you know, menial job. And it just felt like two different lives, you know, like, like the tour was all a dream. It always mm -hmm. felt like that. And even now, like, I still feel like I'm living a double life because I'll use like my lunch breaks at work to like, do like, you know, interviews or like zoom calls. Yeah. And everyone's at work's like, what, what is he doing in there? What is going on? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's hard to explain this, this like, you know, indie world to like people around yeah. you that don't know about it. You know, mm -hmm. it looks mm -hmm. crazy to them. Yeah, definitely, like, definitely. But to some people, like if you've got a song on YouTube, it's like, oh man, he's famous. He's on YouTube. He's you on. Know? He's on the internet. <laughs> he's on there. Yeah. Oh my god. He's on the <laughs> Crazy. Uh, or like my dad. My dad always says, "You're on the front page of YouTube." And it's oh just like his his suggested things. It's not. Oh. Actual. Yeah. I mean, There's I'm on like the front page of my YouTube too. I must be making shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really Pulling nice up. living it up. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? Uh, for this record, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it was it was interesting. I had a lot of ideas where I would be writing, and they wouldn't I wouldn't be able to pull them off with, without like the band. So that it was just like I'd have like a rough sketch of how I wanted it to sound in my head, but I was writing acoustic, you know, just by not by myself. So it's like, well, hope this works, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of stuff just like, like, um, like there's a part on the record that starts acoustic and then it comes in with a clean guitar over it and then it becomes full band and it's just like the stepping stone up. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make sense when it's just one person because you don't have the other steps. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of stuff like that where I was dreaming a bit bigger and trying to do things um, that were maybe even a little outside of my capability, which is, you know, how you grow, hopefully. Definitely. All right. Uh, so can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this record? Oh, for Wish Me Well. Mm -hmm. um, that's tough because it was written in such a long period of time. Um, but it was definitely, there was a bad breakup there. I mean, Everything was, is fine with it now. It, it was basically just like a run-of-the-mill breakup, but uh, I was in a relationship for a very long time, like seven years. Oh. So, you know, when you end something like that, there's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things you got to deal with, mm -hmm. you know, a lot to process. And uh, this, this record is kind of like processing it in a negative way and a positive way. Okay. And it starts off more on like the negative side and ends up more on the positive side. Like that's like the journey of the record, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. The two, just like two different kinds of wish me well. It's like, mm -hmm. wish me well, wish me happiness. And then the other kind of wish me well, like like a sassy, like 
wish me well i'm out you know yeah <laughs> right. yeah that's cool that's really cool uh yeah so what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on this record Ooh, that that's a good question i really feel like there's a lot of count your lucky stars bands influence on this record specifically because i was around it so much and i saw bands like you know annabelle um i, I joined joie de vie you know uh, I played in Empire Empire. So like all those bands that were like around me, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I saw them play around that time 50 times each. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of bled into this a lot. Yeah. And uh, there's always been a strange um, dance I've tried to do where I, don't, I didn't know what to do with my poppier influences, mm-hmm. you know? And I think um, I kind of finally figured out how to use it mm-hmm. in this album. Um, because before it was just like this is all completely poppy song and this is the emo song you know and like in this record it's all of it combined in one song you know what I mean Okay. alright sick that's really cool Uh, so this one should go like super super fast off the top of your head I want you to describe this album in three words okay um, uh, big sad complete Oh, okay. complete. I like to complete it then. It ties everything big together. Sad. It's, it's the big sad complete. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like um, so you've got a show of your own and you and your guests take turns like covering songs or yeah. whatever. Uh, what was the idea behind <laughs> <whatever>. that? <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Play it, pick it up the guitar. Whatever you guys. Yeah. What? What's that? Uh, what was the idea behind that? Yeah, so that, that's really, it's funny because I didn't mean to have a show. You know, it wasn't like oh. I, I set out to have one. Mm-hmm. I uh, I started going live with my friends because I missed them, you know? And like, so I went live with like a retirement party, like rap boys and like, like friends that I just missed seeing them and missed hearing their music. Mm-hmm. So at first it was just kind of like, this is something I'm doing because... You know, it's, it's helping me out and I just miss these people. Yeah. And as I started to do it, uh, I started to reach out to more of my own like influences and people I hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get like, you know, bigger artists like, you know, Bob Nana and Chris Connolly from Saves the Day um, and like a bunch of artists that like I look up to. And then from there, it was just like, well, I guess this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it just kind of like happened naturally like that. And the idea to cover a song actually also happened organically because I have Mikey Erg from the Ergs on, and I know he's a a really big fan of Elvis Costello. So I was going to play an Elvis Costello song. And I played one, and then he was like, well, check this out. And he played an Elvis Costello (laughs) song too. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even plan it at all. And I was like, man, I should do this every single time. Every single time, we will just have like an artist that we both cover. Mm -hmm. So it just... Everything with the show happened very organically, which is really nice. I like that. Very that cool. is so cool. Yeah. I yeah. like that it all just kind of snowballed into, oh, wait, shoot, this can actually be something that yeah, like, like, oh, I shit, do. Oh, I got a show now. Yeah. Exactly. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Let's look up and you have a show. That's that's sick. That's I love that. basically how it happened. It's yeah. so funny because, like, yeah, like it wasn't like a lot of other things that I've put so much effort into and so much time into, like the record have been so 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 painstaking mm-hmm. and uh and it's just funny to like just by chance have something else like that just happen you know with, yeah. with no with no intention 
Definitely. Um, and it's interesting because I had Chris Barron um, on last week and he was talking about how it feels like everyone's life is less intentional. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that. And, that's, and it's very true. Everyone's life is a lot like less intentional now with everything being so up in the air. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, just right. for the record, Gloria and I would have totally stolen the guitar cover idea if either of us had any musical talent at all. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> we can't do any of this. Yeah. You should, you should just do it anyways. No. That would, that would we be would even scare more... them away. Glory, <laughs> Glory did a couple like times I... on our weekly mm-hmm. episode, and then she never mm-hmm. did it again. Never again. I did it twice, and that was it. That was... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we lost viewers. It was really good. That's <laughs> really... amazing. We lost viewers even mm-hmm. though we just went live. Yeah, but um, yeah, you definitely continue doing that, please, yeah. because it's it's super cool. I, I like awesome. when people do that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so for Lou listeners, for new listeners uh, who haven't checked you out yet, what can people expect from your show? What are you guaranteed to have? Um, okay, so the main goal of the show, I think, is to provide or to have some kind of connect, like new connection. You know, like, and the unique part is like me reaching out and meeting my like heroes, you know, like you don't just tune into that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's a rare thing. Like people that I've listened to since I was, you know, a young kid, like going live with them and meeting them for the first time and getting to play my own songs for them is a crazy thing. So like, you can always expect some kind of, uh, um, like nerddom like me nerding out you know mm-hmm. i i don't shy away from that mm-hmm. it, even though like i want to I want it to be like two friends talking i still like can't help but you know yeah. be a fan as well Definitely. and i don't want to like edit that mm-hmm. i want that to be a part of it you know uh so yeah i think i think that that's like the main thing you can expect stuff like that uh, nervousness because mm-hmm. every single time <laughs> i've ever done it it's like the most nerve-wracking thing because so much can go wrong on them. Oh my god! Like, oh god! Like the connection issue with Instagram sometimes is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for Instagram Live, I, I've been seeking out a new way of doing it. Like maybe through Zoom and then we're pre-recording it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love the spontaneity of just going live with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then having everyone there. Yeah. I love that. That that's like the idea of the show, but. I don't want to lose that, but at the same time, I've had some real big uh, issues with like losing people. Like yeah. Beach Bunny, I had Beach Bunny on um, Lily, and we lost her three or four times. Damn. Like her oh, connection man. just wouldn't stick, and uh, and it was kind of like still like a fun thing. So we were like going through these problems together, yeah, live. So it, mm-hmm. it kind of just like brings you together with the person a little bit, which is which yeah. is fun, but at the same time it's like I, I don't want it to be that way yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah i want i want a good solid connection and i can't always guarantee it mm-hmm. with instagram live yeah yeah okay right. that makes sense uh so what guest slash guests have you been mm-hmm. most excited about to have on your show do you have like a couple that you're like holy yeah. shit yes it happened um, oh a lot of them uh i have into it over it on next week i'm really excited about that one um, but I also, Chris Connolly was the biggest one from Saves the Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to his music, you know, since I was like 17, 18, something like that. And he was one of the first like punk emo bands I ever heard, Saves the Day. 
So like, holy shit moment was definitely like having him on and then maintaining like a friendship afterwards because oh you, you, te you tend to bond on like, on stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, that one was a big one. Um, there's other ones coming up I can't really talk about yet, but mm -hmm. I have more artists coming on that are like, were a big influence on me. And it's really exciting. Very exciting. All right, All right. solid. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so we know you don't even like have a release date for this album no. yet, no. but do you have any new music projects that you're working on now? Like another album, an EP, couple singles, cover? What are you doing? Yeah, actually, it's awesome you brought that up. Um, I have uh, a split with an artist Ooh. that I'm working on in the studio, mm -hmm. and <laughs> I love that I do these things and I can't like tell people what's actually happening. Uh. Okay. But with this one, I can't because there's like labels and managers involved. Oh, yeah. that's but, always um, fun. Yeah, <laughs> scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but this artist, they're another artist that like was such a big influence on me, uh, since I've been you know a, a kid. So getting to do the split with them is going to be a really cool thing. Um, I also did a split with kind of like Spitting for Top Ooh. Shelf Records, mm -hmm. and they were another band that like man, I adored that band and getting to put out music with them was an incredible thing yeah that's right. crazy all right look forward to that split yeah yeah mm -hmm. so <laughs> the secret the secret secret project mm -hmm. project. Secret. Hush, hush. Uh, hush hush so where do you see this project in the next five years yeah that's a great question um i, I don't know it's funny because you know with quarantine and with you know with what's going on with the coronavirus i don't think any of us know where we're, what we're doing in the next five years. Yeah, it's hard to even say what we're doing in the next, you know, couple months because things don't feel sustainable right now. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? For, for anyone, it's it doesn't feel like the model, um, like the digital model, is sustainable mm -hmm. in a way that can last like longer than maybe a couple more years, maybe just a year. Um, at some point. It's just, I don't know, it feels like we've got to find a better way. But if this continues, I mean, there is no better way. So we're all in a very strange position where we don't know, you know, what, what's going to be happening in the next few years. Um, but I, I just, I hope I'm still, you know, continuing to play and, and connect with people and, and just, you know, have fun doing still have fun doing it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, music, obviously, is something that, has picked me up off the ground more times than I can count. Mm -hmm. And this, this show uh, specifically, this show really, you know, brought me out of like my quarantine depression. Yeah. It gave me something to focus on, you know, it gave me something that I could put my energy towards, you know, whereas I was totally lost at first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Solid. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from your show and your music sure. for a little bit. All right, sick. Uh, so we're going to go to death row for Boom. just a, a little bit. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh, okay. So this is going to be so goofy. Okay. I, all right. I'm, I'm going to try and, and do a loophole here. Okay. I want Olive Garden. Okay. Unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Oh my god! We got that exact so, same. We literally today. just got that today. <laughs> no way! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What Great, kind of soup you get? 
um, they got um it was like kings something uh, the it had like italian wedding soup italian wedding oh soup. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, Super yeah. Super mm-hmm. that's what it's called mm-hmm. yeah I'm that's what the they Olive Garden. So there's great. the there's the Super Toscana, mm-hmm. there's the Minestrone, mm-hmm. there's the Chicken Noki. Oh, that's the best one, yeah. And the, the Minest yeah the Minestrone I already said that. Yeah. Um, those are the soups that the Olive Garden has. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that would <Wait>. be. <laughs> what's your what's your drink to go with the soup? Ooh, so yeah. at Olive Garden they mm-hmm. have a thing called the Blini Tea. It's a okay. peach raspberry iced tea. That's okay. my number one drink. Wonderful. You love to see it. Um, see it. <laughs> you love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. This is good. Uh, it's hard. So, I keep wanting to say, like, shows that, like, I'm a big fan of, but I know the world would be terrible to live in. Um, yeah. But I think... <laughs> Maybe Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Like, hang out with Dale Cooper and, mm-hmm. like, just, like, you know, drink coffee with Dale Cooper and mm-hmm. hang out and solve mysteries. Hell yeah. I think, that, I think that's the answer. Sick. All right. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite color? Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. I mean, and I'm wearing, I'm wearing it right now, like an olive green. green. Yeah. yeah, olive green. Taste. Like, olive green or like forest green. Yeah, right. great greens. That's, that's my favorite color. Mm-hmm. As it should. Uh, so as Glory said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. So I don't know when this is gonna air. Uh, um, probably a month from now. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what's going to be going on now. Oh, no, that'll be gone. Everything, <laughs> everything I'm doing is, is like, soon. And like I said, it's hard to, like, see past what you're doing in the moment. But I'm doing, like, the Rat Boys um, 25-hour telethon for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, like, super awesome. So I'm pre-recording. Probably going to dress up for that. Uh, and I'm pre-recording something for that. Um, I have into it over it on Friday, but that'll be done. Uh, so by then we should be looking at the split release, the secret split release, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm singing on this artist that I love's song and they're singing on my song. Oh, mm-hmm. so, so if you're watching this, you'll probably know who it is by now, hopefully. 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 Yeah. All right, well, or it's about to be it. released. Yeah, yeah. that's where yeah. we're gonna leave it. The secret split. Uh, Thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Warren Franklin, and uh, we are the Good Noise Podcast.